Welcome to the Student Ministry Podcast. This is episode 60, and I'm your host, Steve Cullum. And today we're gonna be talking about some programming adjustments that I've been making recently in my ministry, especially in light of COVID and the quarantine times and all that sort of thing. This is actually kind of an update from last year when I when I shared some uh, programming adjustments in episode 42. So if you did not catch that, make sure you do go back at some point and, and listen to episode 42 so you'll hear all the different uh, programming adjustments that I made last year. But then we've kind of just continued those uh, and kind of evolved some of those and made some uh, additional adjustments based on quarantine and based on COVID stuff and based on uh, just the opportunities we have moving forward uh, from all that. And so we're going to get into that in just a little bit. But before we do that, I want to thank you guys so much for continuing to listen every month. And sometimes we have multiple episodes a month. And so thank you so much for continuing to come back time after time to listen to the stories, the amazing interviews that I get to do as the host of this podcast. I'm so grateful. Uh, to be, just be able to do that. I know that podcasts like today um, are maybe, some of these are, are exciting for some of you, um, but I know the stories and the interviews, which is really at the heart uh, of what this podcast is all about, are, are what you really enjoy, and I really enjoy them as well. And so I'm just so privileged to be able to do this. And I wanna just remind you guys, if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do that. If you haven't shared this with another youth worker that you think would enjoy this as well, make sure you do that as um, in addition, and we would just love that so much. And also, if you haven't left us a positive review, maybe on iTunes or uh, any of the other podcast apps out there, or maybe even on YouTube or something, um, be sure to do that because that just helps us. It helps us be found by, by other youth workers that are looking for podcasts like this. I also want to thank our sponsor for this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast, and that is G-Shades Youth Ministry Curriculum. G-Shades is not only a curriculum, but it's also a teaching strategy that's focused on helping students see everyday life situations through the lens of the gospel. And since the pandemic has hit so many churches hard financially, G-Shades is actually offering six months of their middle school and high school curriculum absolutely free. Absolutely free. Yeah, you heard that right. Free. You're going to get in each series, you're going to get full message manuscripts, video messages, small group guides, parent guides, Instagram devotionals, games, graphic slides, and even bumper videos. All that included for free for six months. That's usually going to cost you about $150 or $140, but G Shades is giving it to you for zero cost to help you win with your lead pastor while you know, churches around the country are trying to recover from all this pandemic. So head to gshades.org to download six months of free youth ministry curriculum and be sure to tell a youth worker friend about this awesome gift so their church can get in on it too. That's gshades.org for six months free curriculum. Thank you so much, G Shades, for sponsoring this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. And I also want to make sure that you guys head to YMX in just a couple weeks. 
October 22nd and 23rd is the Youth Ministry Exchange. This is kind of the replacement if you will, uh, for the National Youth Workers Convention. We talked all about it on the last episode, episode 59 with Crystal Chang, and she told you all about that. So if you missed out on that, be sure to uh, to head back to there. But you can find the the link to register in the description or the or the show notes for this podcast, and just click that link. And when you head over there, not only will you be using my affiliate link, which is kind of cool, but I can save you $25 off the cost of your ticket just by using the promo code STEVE. That's capital S and then lowercase T-E-V-E. So make sure you head over to to there to register for the Youth Ministry Exchange. It's gonna be a great online conference. Orange is coming together for it. Download Youth Ministry is coming. Fuller Youth Institute and many, many other amazing youth ministry organizations coming together to to put this on and it's going to be a blast so make sure you check that out like i said links down in the description uh the show notes and everything and they will you'll be able to click on that link and use the promo code steve with the capital s to be able to save 25 dollars off your ticket uh thanks so much orange and all the rest of the organizations for uh for doing that for our listeners it's so awesome so with all that out of the way i want to just talk about all the programming changes that we've been making at my church. So kind of a brief uh, overview of what we did last year. We, we actually shifted uh, to change our, our large group uh, program and our small group program uh, to become two different programs. And so last year we were able to do a large group on Sunday nights and we did middle school on the third Sunday of the month and high school on the first Sunday of the month. And then we did small groups every Sunday morning at the two different hours of, of ministry uh, at our church. And, and it worked and it, it worked well. And I think we accomplished a lot of things. We were able to focus a lot more on small groups, which is, was really one of our biggest goals was to, to put a lot more emphasis on small groups. And our small groups really started to thrive. Um, we saw a lot of growth with that. And it actually helped us to to transition once uh, COVID started happening in, in March and everybody got quarantined. We were able to continue our small group ministry just by simply moving it online. So everything, all the, the small group leaders already had their curriculum and their material and everything. And they were just able to shift that onto uh, Zoom or Google Hangouts or whatever. And it was actually a pretty smooth transition for us. And we decided not to do anything large group because it just, well, in the beginning, we weren't sure how long it was gonna last. And here we are seven months later and it's still going on. But uh, but we really thought that it was really just gonna be, uh, what, what students really needed was a connection point because they weren't gonna be getting that. And so we were gonna be able to just provide that uh, via small groups and just do that online. And, and for the most part, they, they work pretty well. Of course, some students really struggled with that and everything, but, uh, but we, we saw that across the board, right? You probably saw that at your church as well. And, uh, we did, we did some game nights and things like that to be able to gather students as a larger group throughout the, the middle of the week and things like that. But, uh, but yeah, the small group focus really helped us thrive and our students thrive even in the middle of COVID because they they had grown so close together and those leaders had already uh, gained so much responsibility for their groups that it just made a lot of sense. And so I was able to just help them with the technology and, and things like that. But 
summer came and uh and and we really struggled a lot to keep the students engaged they were they were really um they were not really connected um as much as they would have liked them to uh, their small group leaders would have liked them to be and uh, they were just kind of burnt out as as i think a lot of students really were uh, across the country um, and maybe around the world just about you know zoom fatigue had fully set in and we really only had a couple groups that were really um, wanting to meet online on a regular basis some of them had started meeting back in person and some of the regulations and things like that started to lift a bit and they were able to start meeting in houses and and things like that and they really they were doing pretty good summer camp came around and we had to pivot like so many other ministries out there and we decided to do a local uh, summer camp um, that was basically a hybrid sort of a deal between uh, staying at home and worshiping and hearing the teachings and everything online with a few other churches around the country we did that in partnership with work camp ne um, it was a was a longtime sponsor actually of the student ministry podcast and then we went out and served in our community throughout the day. And that was awesome. We sent out uh, several different small groups and they, uh, students in small groups, there wasn't ne necessarily their small group, but we sent them out in small groups with leaders and they were able to um, just serve in, in so many great ways. And it was an awesome experience. But at the beginning and the end of the week, we had already planned to do a a bonfire, um, kind of a kickoff and a, and a closing sort of thing, just to get the students together because we hadn't been together in like five months um, as a youth group and they were wanting it so bad. And so we did that and it was awesome. But in the middle of the week, we had some high school students approach me and say, hey, can we get together at least one more time, maybe Wednesday night at, at, the, at one of the local parks? And, and I told them, I was like, actually, you know, that sounds really good. Um, and I let them run with it um, in terms of student leadership. And it was a great, great experience. And as soon as I realized uh, that was that was what was going on, like it was it was a possibility, went back to uh, my direct report, our executive pastor, and said, "Hey, is there any possibility we could keep doing this?" And so that's what we have been doing actually uh, up until this past, actually this this upcoming Sunday, um, is meeting at the park. And so we transitioned into our um, our new programming, which I'm going to talk about in just a second. And, but we've just been meeting at one of the local parks and it's been awesome and it's just incredible to, to be able to meet in person. But all of that led into several conversations that I was able to have with my executive pastor because we were doing student ministry all on Sunday evenings at that point. We had completely detached from what we were doing for our worship services that were happening online on Sunday morning. And we were still video driven. We're still video driven at this point. Uh, we're going to be going back um, into the building for live and live streaming uh, pretty soon. But uh, up until that point, we were still video driven and we had detached from Sunday morning. And honestly, that is something that I had been wanting to happen for a long time uh, because I, I really wanted and I felt God was, was saying that our ministry to students on Sunday morning needed to look uh, like kids, like students and families involved and, and attending and also like just being fully involved in, in worship on a regular basis because we had kind of 
found that that separation when we were doing programming and worship was happening at the same time a lot of students were, weren't getting plugged in but also uh giving students a place to serve and that's been huge on all a lot of our staff's uh just minds about getting teenagers to serve in our church and so attending worship and serving were two really really big reasons of why i always wanted to get our ministry um, specific ministry for students off of Sunday morning. Even the Fuller Youth Institute talks about uh, those those two things being two of the big reasons why students continue in their faith post high school is intergenerational worship and, and serving in the church using their gifts to give back. And so we really want to, to focus on that. And all of a sudden, COVID just allowed us to make that change. And so here's what our, our programming is going to look like uh, actually does look like moving forward. As we said, um, we have shifted everything to Sunday evenings. And uh, so on the first Sunday of the month, we have our large group ministry. And it is kind of, uh, I know some churches call it a one night or something like that. Our large group uh, experience is really designed for the new person, for students to bring their friends and get to experience uh, fun and games, um, a little bit of worship, uh, a little bit of teaching that's like um, not super deep. It's actually, it's the point of it really is for everybody to have something to take away from it, even if you don't know Jesus yet. And, um, and we're going to try to incorporate service and service projects and things like that on those nights. But it's really just kind of give it a taste of, of a fun experience at, at church with a bunch of your peers. That's kind of the goal. And and we really went into it thinking that we were gonna run a middle school and high school ministry simultaneously. Um, we had looked at possibly running high school on Sunday night, middle school on Wednesday night, um, but it just, like we, in our culture, uh, I talked to a lot of families and they said, yeah, right now we have a lot of extra time because of, of quarantine and everything. But we really think once things kick back into gear, uh, Wednesday night's gonna be tough to make that a priority all the time. And so we decided to, to put both ministries on Sunday night and uh, really had the intention of, of keeping those ministries completely separate, um, maybe, maybe some crossover here and there, but having simultaneous ministries uh, programs running for both of those ministries on Sunday night. But, yeah, our, uh, our high school students were the ones that actually led the way in telling me that, hey, what if, what if we did this together? I, I really think the middle schoolers bring a lot of energy. It would give us an opportunity to, to connect with some of those middle schoolers. We've made friends with them in different ways. And so it was really awesome to hear our, our high school students, some of our older high school students, really leading out and wanting to be with the middle schoolers. And so we're actually, uh, as of now, we've run two of those large group programs, both in September and October. And we have been together for the majority of the time uh, because we, we felt like everything that we'd be doing is basically the same uh, for both of those ministries anyway. And so why not combine, get more numbers, get more energy in the room and, and really provide those high school students with an opportunity to connect uh, like they wanted to, but also uh, being able to see some of those middle schoolers lead uh, like in worship in our student band and and get to see, you know, high school students uh, worshiping with a middle schooler leading and, and just all the really cool dynamics that can happen. And so we're going to, we're going to keep an eye on that um, and, and see if, if it's ever, 
there's ever any problems or things we need to address, we can always kind of create a separation there. But I think we're going to try to keep a lot of things very fluid and flexible and, uh, and try to keep them together uh, when it makes a lot of sense. And so that's the first Sunday of the month. The rest of the Sundays of the month are going to be small group nights. And so that means like second, third, and whenever there's a fifth Sunday, we're going to have small group nights. And both large group and small group do run for 90 minutes. Uh, and that was another benefit of moving off of Sunday morning is we're going to be able, uh, we are able to, to not be tied down to that hour long service, uh, worship service. Now we have the flexibility to, to go out to a 90 minute program, which means the first 15 minutes uh, is going to be kind of some purposeful activities when they come in kind of getting everybody connected and everything. The hour, uh, the next hour will be, um, either large group or small group programming. And then the last 15 minutes uh, is, is kind of a hangout, open gym kind of time, uh, just really uh, allowing them to kind of decompress or whatever they need for the rest of the evening. If a small group needs extra time, that's okay. Um, but running that basically 15 minutes at the beginning, an hour in the middle and 15 minutes at the end is kind of our basic structure. And so uh, the, the benefit is that um, having middle school and high school together on those large group nights is, is been cool, but then they're able to, we, we separate our small groups into uh, grade and, and gender-based groups. And so they're still able to, to dive in uh, into the Bible and everything with their age group uh, the rest of the Sundays of the month. And so it's not like they're combined all the time. And that's really been uh, a huge a benefit, I think, to be able to get the best of both worlds in a way. And so, um, so that's what we're doing. So in terms of, uh, program or like programming and what that looks like, what we're covering, our curriculum and things like that, what we've decided to do for the first five months of our large group program. So September through January, we're actually, uh, picking up a, an XP3, uh, an orange series, uh, called It's Personal. And it covers the story of Zacchaeus and covers five different ways that Jesus got personal with Zacchaeus. And uh, yeah, it's been awesome. We, we just finished up week uh, part two of that. I won't call it week two because it's really month to month, but it's part two. And so that's kind of, we're stretching that five week series over five months because it's just once a month. And then on the small groups, we decided to not tie our large group and our small group uh, stuff directly together. Sometimes there'll be some overlap, but we decided to separate those just a little bit because of the purpose behind both of those programs. And so our small groups have actually been doing a different XP3 series. Um, it's a four-week series of kind of a Bible overview. Um, just kind of talk about the, the big picture stuff about the Bible, how we can see God in the Bible and the importance of context and things like that before we jump into a 12-week series in the book of Mark. And this was really uh, kind of just an insight into what was going through my mind. I was, I was really struggling on what to do this year in terms of our small groups and, and trying to tie it together with large group or should I not. I wanted to give student uh, small group leaders uh, some freedom over what they talked about in their group, but I also wanted to make sure that we're all on the same page and heading in the same direction. And that that's a really hard tension to have sometimes. Maybe some of you 
are also kind of in that boat and that's uh, that's a place that you struggle with a lot because we don't want them completely going rogue necessarily, uh, but we also want them to have some freedom because maybe a 12th grade girl is gonna be struggling and going through some different stuff than a sixth grade boy and everything in between. So how do we stay uh, for the most part on the same page but give them some freedom? And all of a sudden it was it was just the Holy Spirit, I think, speaking to me and I realized that um, we can just do this in a, in a more traditional kind of Bible study sort of thing. And so I found some resources online. I picked up a, a Bible study, a small group Bible study from Download Youth Ministry on the book of Mark, and it's uh, 12 weeks long. And so we're just going to be doing that, skipping the large group weeks and Christmas and things like that. But, uh, but yeah, they're going to be really diving into the book of Mark. And then I'm going to be supplying them with a bunch of different resources, like from the Bible Project um, and from Version, and also got uh, N.T. Wright's um, Mark for Everyone devotional and, and commentary for all of our leaders, and really just setting them up as much as we can to, to thrive as a Bible study leader, because we really want small groups to be discipleship focused. And so helping them to really understand who Jesus is and how they can grow in their relationship with him, which they're totally going to be able to do, uh, hopefully, <laughs> um, by studying Mark. Uh, but then being able to focus more on that new student and and bringing new friends and and more on the the fun idea, but then getting them connected and then the front door kind of idea that uh, Andy Stanley talked about um, in, in some of his books um, within that large group program. And so really going together hand in hand with that, but then also really encouraging students if you haven't gotten plugged into Sunday morning, we want you to go to worship. We're going to try to have, um, once we get back in the building, um, we're going to try to have a student section in, in both of our worship services and try to set right up front. We did that during our outdoor worship services this uh, summer, and it was amazing. And so we're going to basically try to kind of take that same idea in into their worship center when we were able to meet back in person again and give students just a place to belong um, on Sunday morning because we want them to feel connected, but we know that there's some teenagers that just maybe won't come to church unless they know uh, their, their friend's gonna be there or someone else is gonna be there. So with that in mind, we also want them serving. And we want, I, I've told a lot of people this, I, I, want, uh, I want students everywhere. I want teenagers everywhere on our campus serving everywhere. Because the truth is that we don't have, maybe your church is different, but we really don't have a lot of brand new kids that are just kind of walking off the street on Sunday morning. Most of them are just sleeping in. But a lot of times the kids that come to, uh, on Sunday morning that are brand new are usually being like dragged there by their parents uh, or grandparents or something like that, kind of forced to come to church on Sunday morning. And so I I've told people that I want students to be visible as soon as they step into or they drive into our parking lot that they're out there in the parking lot greeting people as soon as they step through the door they see people they see teenagers greeting they see teenagers like on the stage and in kids ministry and in check-in and all these different aspects of our church serving so number one our students are finding a place to use their gifts and their talents and everything for god and, and his church but also the new students when they step in all of a sudden they feel comfortable and they say, well, maybe I can stick around because a teenager's, another teenager's are here. And I see another one, another one, another one, and all of a sudden I don't feel alone anymore. 
and I feel like maybe this is a place for me too. And all of a sudden they go to worship and there's a student section. And, and of course, we're not gonna force them to sit necessarily with their, the student section. Um, some of them may prefer to sit with their families or their families prefer them to sit with them. We wanna give that an option because we want students to feel connected and comfortable when they are at, at our church. Now, some of you are probably also wondering, what am I doing around online and that sort of strategy? Uh, to be completely honest with you, I am still trying to figure that out. Um, it's one of those things that is continually changing and everything. So maybe at some point after I maybe come to a better idea, I'll, uh, I'll update you guys on, on a future episode or on my blog just to let you know uh, what we're doing. But right now, what we're gonna be doing is uh, we're gonna be live streaming our large group nights, um, at least the worship and teaching nights when we have just a, a normal kind of worship kind of set and a teaching uh, set, we'll, we'll live stream those. Um, right now we're looking at Instagram, but I feel like, because I feel like most of our students are on Instagram, it's, it's really easy to live stream there. It doesn't allow you as much freedom, uh, but um, but there, I feel like a lot of students there, it's really simple. It alerts people when you go live. And so we're gonna try Instagram right now. And then on our small group nights, small groups, uh, students have an opportunity to join their small group leaders and their small groups uh, via Zoom or FaceTime or something like that. So even if they can't be there in person, they can still tune in um, through, through video call. Um, we're experimenting with future stuff, maybe eventually having an online small group or something like that. Um, I'm also uh, recording uh, kind of short snippets of, of our, like a recap version of our large group messages and putting those on our YouTube channel. So we're really experimenting a lot with what we're doing with online ministry, with student ministry. Um, so that's kind of being an, an ever-changing, evolving, uh, growing area for us. But that's kind of what we're trying right now. That's kind of the big overview. There's a lot of different uh, pieces. We're gonna be um, trying some different things this year as well, experimenting with some midweek things here and there when we can, when, when restrictions allow us to, to do that. We've actually started up a student leadership small group, uh, which has been very helpful. Um, in a number of ways. They're not only helping me uh, plan for our, our large group programs and kind of think of big picture kind of stuff, but we're looking at leadership stuff from the Bible together and really diving into scripture a little bit more than they would be able to in their regular small group. And this is especially helpful for a couple of our students who are high school students that are leading in, as a middle school small group leader. And because those small groups run at the same time on Sunday nights, they've had to choose whether they be, wanna be in their own small group or be a small group leader. And so if they have chosen to be a leader, then they can actually uh, be involved in this additional small group on, on Wednesdays um, with me leading. And that's been a, a really cool experience. I, I've loved to be able to, um, this opportunity that I've gotten to be able to lead a small group again. And so if you're in student ministry and you're leading a lot of different things, um, but you kind of lost touch with teenagers, um, maybe a leadership small group is, uh, or a leadership team or something like that is a way that you can actually get back in touch um, and leading them directly on a regular basis. And then we're gonna experiment with some different parent ministry things this year and parent groups and, and prayer nights and worship nights and service projects. We have no idea what winter camp is gonna look like this year because of 
all the the COVID stuff and everything like that. I'm I'm sure a lot of you are are still kind of wondering what is going on and and everything too. But that's just a, a brief, uh, probably not necessarily brief, an extensive overlook at what our ministry uh, looks like this year and how it's been able to uh, change because of COVID and just kind of accelerated some of those changes that I really thought were going to take years and years to to make and all of a sudden um, god just opened the door um, during this COVID time for me to be able to move ministry uh, all the sunday evening and just the freedom that we're going to be able to get from that is really really exciting Uh, but then also the opportunities for students to get more involved and plugged in on Sunday morning has been really exciting too. So thank you guys so much uh, for listening to me ramble on today. Honestly, um, I wasn't sure, (laughs) you know, sometimes I I don't, I don't like doing honestly, um, these podcasts, just me talking for like 20 something minutes. It's not something I I really think um, that you guys would enjoy, but if you do, let me know. Um, I can try to do this more and I can try to kind of just take a certain topic or something like that. So if you if you enjoy just hearing my thoughts and my experience on certain things, be sure to let me know. Um, but we're gonna definitely continue the interviews. That's, this is, I think, uh, not gonna be a regular thing. I just wanted to kind of give you an update today just because there has been a lot of different changes and I know you're going through changes and sometimes it just helps to hear what other other ministries are experiencing and what they're gonna be going through and how they've changed and everything. Um, but uh, before we wrap up, I want to thank our sponsor for this episode. Again, G Shades is a youth ministry and teaching uh, strategy and curriculum. It's focused on helping students see everyday life situations through the lens of the gospel. You can get six months free curriculum just heading to gshades.org. Six months free. Thank you so much, G Shades for sponsoring this episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. And also be sure to head over to the link that's gonna be found in the the, the podcast uh, notes here, um, because that's the link for Youth Ministry Exchange that's gonna be happening here later in October, 2020. Um, make sure that you click that link because that's my affiliate link, that's kinda cool. Um, but also to save $25, use that discount code Steve with the capital S. Steve and the discount code, you're going to save $25 off your ticket. And uh, thank you so much, Orange, for making that happen. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, if you have not followed the Student Ministry Podcast on social media or myself, be sure to do that. We're at Pod on Twitter, at the Student Ministry Podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. And then I am at Steve Cullum, that's S-T-E-V-E-C-U-L-L. UM on pretty much every social media out there. So make sure you follow me and connect with me, especially if there's someone that you know that we need to be interviewing and talking to in a future episode. I would love to hear that from you. I love getting recommendations from our listeners. Uh, We've had some of our best interviews have come from people that I don't know, but they've been recommended by listeners. So if someone else is out there that you know of that's doing an amazing job of, of doing student ministry, pass their name on to me, pass their contact information on to me because I would love to have them on a future episode of the Student Ministry Podcast. Well, with all that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 60 and may God bless your ministry.